Hello faithful listener and welcome to another edition of Rethinking Lost. This episode we're diving into Everyone Loves Hugo. We're also going to be looking at Alana going Kablamo and is Desmond a walking magnet? I'm not sure myself. If you'd like to get in contact with us in the future, you can email us at rethinkinglost at gmail.com. You can also visit the site that we have, which is rethinkinglost.podbean.com, or you can be down with the kids and check us out on Facebook. We've got a fan page there, which we'd like you to come along and join and stick up your theories, or if you like the show, or if you didn't like something about the show, or if we're getting something wrong, then you know, let us know. And I think you can also listen to the episodes on there. So, you know, pop along there and say hi. All right, on with the show. Cheers, guys. Bye. Three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Rethinking Lost. This episode, we'll be covering... Everyone loves Hugo, or everyone loves Ugo, as his mother would say. Uh, I am Ultimate Manus. I'm in the UK, studying Lost on my precious time when it's not on the TV. And joining me, as always, is my wonderful co-presenter, Scott Copperman. How are you? I'm very good. Jolly good. Um, Did you enjoy the episode? I did. Everybody loves Ugo. I enjoyed it. I think it uh, presented a lot of information here in the US yeah, as you know we had it aired a couple days ago and I saw it on time so I was able to watch the Twitter feed and and listen to the podcast a little bit uh, I don't feel the love for it that I think some other people do okay. I think it's it was a good episode I, I I didn't sit there and think oh it was incredible um, I have a feeling this is most of our Libby answers we're going to get. Most of our Libby exposure, I should say. Right, okay. And, you know, so, so there's a big chunk missing <laughs> of what we all wanted Libby back for. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a nice story, and it it does raise some questions, which I'm sure we'll get into here. And But it's, uh, it, was, it was good. I didn't think it was incredible. No, I, I thought it was very good, actually. I was... I think that the actual episode started off rather good, then dipped down a little bit, and then it was just it just carried on. It was it was really really good. I I enjoyed all the Desmond stuff. I enjoyed all the off island stuff. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed all the on island stuff. I enjoyed Ilana um, exploding everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I really enjoyed it. Um, it had yeah. a nice pace to it, and I have to say it's. It's a nice episode to have at this point of the series because I was very concerned. It felt like we were getting episodes now where it was answer, answer, answer. And although there might have been a little bit of a cliffhanger episode to episode and you might have things you wondered, most of the questions were the result of confusion. We weren't mm-hmm. being given something that we really just didn't know what it meant. And, and um, how could I put it? Like... In the earlier seasons, you had mysteries, and we knew we could wait a long time for answers, and yeah. we wondered if we'd ever get an answer. Here in, in the stretch run, I was concerned we were going to start to get more and more answer, 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 tie up the loose end, stories over. 
and there would be a chunk missing in the way the stories were told. Uh, this had a very, I'll say, season four, season two, season one kind of feel to it, which which was nice. It it it, it really kind of invigorated the storyline to me. Yeah, gave I, us some answers without kind of just slamming the door on things. I think if they uh, concentrated on giving answers all the way through this season, I don't think anyone would have been impressed at all. You still got to keep that mystery there to keep people gripped, instead of just handing out results all the time. It's like on a spelling test, and you're just getting the results. You know, like, yeah, 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 tick, 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 cross, cross, yeah. cross. Doesn't really mean anything. You're you're not getting any satisfaction. The whole enjoyment out of Lost is having these questions and thinking about them, and deciphering them, and wondering what's going to happen, and looking back on other stuff and realizing, oh, that happened for that reason. I understand it from this point of view now. Mm-hmm. But if if you're just given a flood of answers, then I think it would have just died on its ass. Yeah, I think you're right. So, well, should we uh, go right into to the heart of the episodes then? Yeah, yeah. Where do you want to start? Uh, well, let's start with with where we kind of left off last week. In, in our last show, we talked about this idea that, that Desmond was aware of the fact there there was something not right. Faraday had talked to him and said, maybe this this isn't where we were supposed to be. Yep. And we weren't really sure what what was going to happen, where they were going with this. So this episode, we saw Desmond kind of playing, um, some people would say like an Abaddon kind of role. Some say a Jacob kind of role. I, I don't really know. He's definitely manipulating pieces and, and kind of, we only really got to see him interact with with two uh, 815ers, but yeah. it you seems, got the sense. It seems more like he's doing the quantum leap thing about uh, being sent back through time to a certain point, correcting what should have been corrected, and then jumping off away. That's what it seems like to me. I know it's not the same, but very similar along them lines. Well, so then it, it, that takes me to one place I think we definitely have to go. This idea with Locke. So Desmond hits Locke with the car. Right. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's because maybe he knows it's um, the face of Man in Black or all these kind of things or, or that he feels that Locke is not supposed to be alive. Um, I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think the intent was to kill Locke. I think the intent was to provide a, a Charlie-like experience, yes. a car in the river-like experience to bring him awareness. Yeah, I think it was to provide an accident. He was involved in an accident on on the original timeline which was a huge moment in his life now th- this could build up to be a, another huge moment in his life M- more like flashing in front of his eyes his whole whole life could flash in front of him couldn't it well i, I think it's going to be this well see i don't know so you think He's trying to make him experience something he experienced before, like a similar type of experience? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, almost trying to provide a deja vu situation. And also, I I believe that he's going to be sent to the same hospital that Jack's in, which is also where I believe Sun is on her way to as well. Okay. I could see him going to the hospital there. I don't know... I, I saw you had gotten a tweet from uh, one of our listeners, Dan Retton, who had suggested something like what you're saying, that perhaps instead of it being love, 
that triggers this awareness, it's doing a parallel action. So, like, uh, that it was Hurley and Libby's date, the fact that they were on a picnic. That similar setting, that similar scene, maybe a similar kiss. Right, okay. That that triggered that. But I I don't know. I, there's, I, I'm not so sure that that's what did it, because I can't think of something that um, Desmond was in a similar situation where he would... Well, he had his flash when he was in a very similar situation with Charlie, him and Charlie, uh, separated by a piece of glass, one piece oh, okay. full of water, and that's where his flash came from. All right, I was thinking that the um, the car crash, but I see what you're saying, the glass between, okay. And then with Locke, he ended up on his back again after a severe accident. All right, well, that, that kind of goes to something else here. I have, have a list of... Uh, couple people that I was surprised haven't had a trigger yet, but I hadn't been thinking of it this way, so we can kind of take a look. Go on then. Now, Kate and Sawyer, if it was a true love kind of thing, Kate and Sawyer didn't have a flash, so I figured that was probably because they're not the ones who are linked. Right. But I mean, they had definite opportunities where that could have been, uh, and they haven't had a parallel experience, like you said. Aaron and Claire, I thought perhaps if it was a true love kind of thing, when she was there in the hospital with the baby... Mm-hmm. There might have been kind of an, yeah, and that could have been a, a parallel experience that that Ethan giving her the baby and and her being in a similar situation to after she bore the child on the island, that feeling of love, but maybe Charlie is her trigger, right? Okay, Nadia and Saeed. Saeed might be the exception to this because. He just is such a shell of a person on the island now. Yeah. He might not get the benefit of whatever's going on that creates this this LAX world, but I would have thought there was something in that relationship with Nadia. Even if it was the matter of, of uh, going to, to her husband's rescue. Doesn't he... He shoots someone in the prison, right? Yeah, to he... Kind re- of, he... Um sets her free and then he has to shoot his uh, commander-in-chief, doesn't he? Or yeah. he's the officer above him. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it's not exactly the same, but it seemed to kind of have... I, I, I was thinking true love was the trigger, and here we see Nadi and Saeed don't have that. Does he need to see Shannon? Is that supposed to be his true love? Maybe I he doesn't know. have a true love. Well, could it just be defining moments in their life? But they all have to occur post, I don't know, post something. Well, but then what's the defining moment for uh, Libby? Libby says she sees Hugo on TV. And that's what kind of brings this flood of memories to her. Would would she got the flood of memories because she's seen someone from the other side of the, on the original timeline? And I'm thinking maybe... Well, yeah, just, just seeing that, it's, it's more like a deja vu thing. And she recognizes his face, and then oh, it all comes flooding back. Mm, I don't know, because you have Jack and Desmond. Mm-hmm. They they saw each other on the airplane, then they saw each other in the hospital. That that seeing each other in the hospital, that scene where Desmond's like, don't I know you? Yeah, but they weren't in love, as far as we know. No, that's true. So it's maybe a mix of things. It has to be parallel with someone that's special to you well 
the way I see it, the, the most powerful moment that Hugo had on the island involving Libby was he wanted to take her on the picnic, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He finally ended up taking her on the picnic. And once they had their their kiss, I know they had the kiss at, uh, once Dave had jumped off the cliff. And mm-hmm. that was obviously a, a big defining moment in his life on the island. And so once they had the kiss on the beach in this episode, then it... It's it's more like uh, two ends of a wormhole just joining together straight away, a bit bit of surface tension from each side of um, each dimension. Once that occurs, and they just miraculously join together, and all the information can pass in between freely. Well, Helen and Locke wouldn't have had any any experience, obviously on island. No, but he didn't have a trigger. Maybe he doesn't have a trigger because he's dead on the island now. Possibly. I don't know. Would, hmm. And then another one, and I don't want to get all creepy and all, but like Alex and Ben. Obviously, Alex, the whole episode was about Ben was about his protection of Alex and him having basically a parallel chance to sacrifice Alex for his own sake or choose a path of redemption. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously she's not his true love in, in the same sense as these others are but I mean if you wanted to talk about the part of the island that touched his heart the part that visited him I mean it was Alex yeah yeah that's his emotional attachment yeah to that other life that's how to pull strings yeah and that's there was no epiphany there and I can't think of who it would be if not that well could Locke's um moment be if he gets sent to the hospital and he's confronted with Jack that could be whoa I I, they had so much effect on each other's lives on the island that seeing him could trigger it I don't know I would have thought maybe even Ben would have been one before or or Ben and could have been triggered by Locke it just it seems odd and, and maybe there's a purpose for some of them not having this trigger but it just as I was going through, I'll be interested to see what happens. I also was kind of wrestling with, like I said, some people seem to think Desmond is is trying to right wrongs you know, by eliminating Locke's not supposed to be alive and all that. And I don't think that's true because Libby's not supposed to be alive either and he was perfectly fine letting her go on and Charlie go on. And Well, yeah, he was trying to get them two together, wasn't he? He was trying to get yeah. uh, Libby and uh, Hugo together. Right. So now what do you, do you think his ultimate goal is when when we were done recording last week and as we started watching this episode um you know he's on the island and he seems totally confident and go with the flow and i got nothing to fear and i felt it was partly because even though um even though widmore wanted him to we assume give up that other world give something huge up we, we assumed it was that other life I felt like he was probably going to say, I don't need to. This this is fine. I, all I need to do is to, to bring that part that's missing. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he like we said, there's no reason for them not to want to go there. Desmond has Penny now. Faraday found Charlotte. Hurley has Libby. I mean, the, the, the most of those people who he's bringing away are finding what they want. And why in the world would they want to give it up now that they've had it? Because yeah. all these people who found what they want lose it in the other <laughs> in the real world in the original timeline 
Yeah. So I, I thought he was going through uh, just trying to bring awareness in that dimension and that he just didn't really care anymore about the the Widmore Island world. Oh, I, I wouldn't say that. I think he's trying to bring awareness from both sides. The the one in LAX time I see as going around, he knows he's he's on a mission. And he asked for the manifest so he could work down all the people. Did you know, do you reckon he goes through everyone that was on that plane or just specific people? Or maybe specific people that he remembers. Probably people that he remembers. Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing his his ultimate goal is to show people that there's something else there. And I, I think he's accomplished that with Hugo because obviously he was parked right next to the beach looking over and he, he saw him have it. But he's you don't think he's looking to see this LAX world erased or crippled or changed, do you, other than to to help them find the part that was missing? That's well, what I would think. That he's he's recognizes we made this other Faraday tells him we did something and we made this other world and this isn't quite right. Something's missing. Mm. And I think he's going to go and help everybody find the part the part that was sacrificed or the part that was missed. So they kind of end up with the best of both worlds. But then at the same time, he's kind of ruining that life for himself, hitting someone with a car and <laughs> burning bridges with uh, the Widmores potentially. Yeah. Um. But wouldn't that be a happy medium to what he's got? at the moment yeah I, I just like I said I, I can't picture people wanting to give that up if anything he's making it even more attractive by bringing her, Hugo and Libby together you know if he helps everybody find that part that if he helps Charlie find Claire then there's why would Charlie want to I found my true love in this world and now I want to go back and go die in the other world Mm. Where I never even got to to spend much time with her. Well, yeah, if you're talking along them lines, then why even seek out Locke and try and show him it? Why try and show that you're having a terrible time on island? There's no. Yeah, well, that was that was the the big dilemma for me because well, that was the end of the episode. I you know I saw him there and I I saw him stalking Locke and I wasn't really sure what the goal was going to be. Um, I thought in some way he was going to try to help him come to find how lucky he was to be with Helen. I, I had no idea how he would do it. And then he hit him with the car and the episode was over. <laughs> it's like, well, that's not quite what I thought he'd do. Maybe he's cheesed off uh, after Ben Linus inadvertently called him a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> and, and well, I assume he doesn't recognize Ben. Yes, it, he should have recognised him as he's the one who bloody shot him. But maybe that hasn't bled over. Maybe he's just had a window open to show there's something else out there. So are you thinking that that one of these timelines is going to end? It's going to just cease to be? Or they'll merge in some way? or um, No, I think they're going to carry on now. I think they're both going to stay as they are, but you're going to have people choosing what one to, uh, you know, what one they want to be with. You can have a situation where Sun dies on the LAX side, mm -hmm. 
Jin gets cheesed off and he's shown the other side by Desmond. He chooses to take the other side and both their mindsets are transferred over to the island because it seems like Libby is dead on the island timeline. Mm-hmm. She's alive in LAX, but the the person in LAX is a more rounded character because she knows that she's not crazy, yet she's got all the history of the island on her. Yeah. And she's a much fuller person now. She seems happy. She's over her loss of her husband. She's found the one that she really loves. And she's the complete package now. Where you had these these two people uh, dancing around in separate timelines and she didn't really know what was going on. Now all that has been transferred over and voila, there we have a full folder. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that by the time we're done, some will choose the island and some will choose the other world. Right now, Desmond seems to be the only one aware of both. Maybe with um, Eloise Hawking. Oh, yeah, she definitely does as well. I'd say Widmore does as well. And I still say she knows he was destined to go back to the island because she said he's not. it's not done with you yet. Mm. I'll be curious to see how they do it. I, I don't think it's going to be that the two will merge. They're just too divergent. And even, like you said, that his consciousness might come over. But I think the, the island son, I mean, the island Jin is the better Jin. Maybe in 2004, the LAX Jin was the better guy. Yeah. He was a nicer guy and such. But I think, you know, if you could choose to be to have the memory and personality of one or the other, you want the island version of of uh, Jin. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gone through so much more, isn't he? He's mm-hmm. so much more developed and humble. What about Sawyer? Who? Which would you rather have? I guess you want the island Sawyer too. He's worked through his issues now. Yeah. He could go be a cop on the other world. He yeah. He's still got the issues of um, Anthony Cooper, isn't he? Yeah, and I, I think once he killed Anthony Cooper, he was he was really peed off at John Locke for making him do it. Although I think his instincts came out and just he had to go through with what he he set his whole life up to be. Mm-hmm. So maybe he could choose the LAX side, but have the wisdom of the island, what it's taught you, and then yeah. start again from there. Well, it'd be interesting to see where they go with it. I think they've really moved far away from the whole idea of the infection from the beginning of the season. I don't know if we're going to get an explanation of why Saeed is a shell of a person and Claire... Did Claire survive? Did she just wander off in the woods? What the whole deal was there? Yeah. I mean, we used to think it was the same idea. You were saying Danielle Rousseau might have been the same kind of thing too, but I don't don't know. I don't think that would come to light. I really don't. The one place it might is if, again, there's there's some explanation along the lines of what we had said last week, where when you look at who's better off in one place versus the other, and, and who's made decisions to go totally commit themselves to Man in Black and who hasn't so far, you know, it may be that, uh, like we said, Sun might die because she agrees to take Man in Black's place, and Saeed might 
might be just the walking undead, and that's why his LAX life isn't improved in the way some of the others are. Mm. And Kate, Kate's too. We still have to figure out what's going on with her. Yeah, what could trigger her? Oh no, let's not go down that line. That should get a bit dull, I think. Um, well, well, I would just say to answer that real quick. I, I would have thought Sawyer, which it didn't do it. The little end of this episode, the little wave she gave Jack. Maybe that's going to be the the connection. Um, and maybe uh, Aaron. I would have thought again if if it could be something more than like a romantic kind of love. Yeah. Um, see, one thing that I'd say that would trigger it is if, let's say that uh, Sawyer's got Kate pinned up against that uh, railings mm-hmm. when he finds her. Immediately after that happens, someone sees him, thinks that he's attacking her, starts beating up Sawyer, and then she'll get a flashback to the uh, the cage games, <laughs> where be. where um that. Idiot! Well, I can't even remember his name now. He was beating, yeah, Pickett. He was beating mm-hmm. Sawyer up, saying, "Do you love him?" And she might get a flashback to that. That maybe. And that could pass everything through again. I'm ready for her to just be out of the show. There's just there's nothing meaningful in her contributions anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or, or um, Sawyer drops his gun, picks it up, and it goes off accidentally and takes off half her face by accident. No, oh, sorry, dear. <laughs> oh I don't know but they were it was some interesting stuff going on with Desmond and it was it was nice storytelling I'm not really sure where they're going with it who do you think he goes to see next right he's seen Locke I who else we got I don't think he follows him to the hospital no I think that's it he's out of there now isn't he I reckon it's going to be Kate who else have we got? We've got Charlie as well, haven't we? No, no, he's already done Charlie. Saeed? So. It could be Saeed, but we got lots of... I, I honestly think that we got lots of people heading towards the same place. <laughs> now, we got Sun going to the hospital because she, she's been shot. we got Locke going to the hospital because uh, Ben was saying, call an ambulance. We've... Who else we got? we got Claire in the hospital. we got Jack in the hospital. We could have what I've just said and someone beat up Sawyer, which could send him to the hospital. We could all end up in one hospital. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I hope not. It could. It sounds rubbish. Don't you dare write that. That is pathetic. But, you know, it, it might happen. I think he might go back to Faraday or he might go to Sawyer. I'd like to see him go back to Faraday and discuss what he's done. Yeah, I mean, he's doing this on his own. Nobody's suggested this to him. Hmm. Now, unless this is, unless this is something he's going to be asked to do by Whitmore, maybe this is going to be the sacrifice, not, not to uh, give up that life, but to, to ruin the perfectness of that life by letting the imperfection of love kind of bleed through. So ruin his life on LAX time. Right. Well, to take what seemed like a happy world and and let it be imperfect but happier overall because mm-hmm. you have someone else in it. I don't know. It's probably, it's probably a stretch. 
What did you make of Alana's comment? She had been training her whole life to protect the candidates. Did that strike you when she said that? Um, no, it felt like Jacob had, in the nicest sense, been grooming her for this task. Maybe going on training expeditions. Maybe she's, maybe she's really crap with uh, TNT and ended up in the hospital because she was trying to muck around with some and ended up getting burnt and disfigured. But I don't know. I believe it. I, I don't think we're going to get her flashback now, though. No. I don't, I don't know what says that to me. Maybe it's because she's in a thousand pieces at the moment. <laughs> well, it's just... It was strange to me because I... I don't really know who she was. I I was never really sure if she was someone who had... Um, been alive a long time, too. I mean, the fact she referred to Richard as Ricardo all the time. Hmm. Right. But, um, she was walking around with this um, this dynamite in her, her bag. Hurley was telling her that it's unstable. Why didn't Jack just walk up to her and say, "Look, I'm going to walk next to you because it's not going to go off with me around you." Why didn't I guess he... they thought she was important too. Yeah, Ben made a good point. When you the island's done with you, yeah, you can die. We saw that happen with uh, Michael. Yeah, the island's yeah. not done with you yet. You can't die, but then okay, you can go now. But, yeah, that, that's where Jack or Hurley should have taken control and said, look, I've already been through this situation before. The the dynamite didn't go off last time, so let me just hang, you know, a meter behind you all, everywhere. And don't you think, now that we know that um, the dynamite wouldn't have gone off in season one where they're going back to the hatch to blow the, the lid off, it takes away a bit from that scene? Mm-hmm. Were you surprised to see her go up in smoke? Uh, a, a little bit. It was a very sudden kind of explosion, almost corny. Like, <laughs> like if if you were watching one of those uh, comedy movies where they, I'm fine. Nothing's gonna happen to me. Chunk, boom. Yeah. <laughs> right. The way I I see this, I draw comparisons with Doc Arts, who was in a situation he was treating the dynamite so gently, wasn't he? And you, you didn't think it was a total surprise when he blew up. He was wrapping it in um, wet mm -hmm. blankets, or whatever it was. He lifted it up, showed it, and it just exploded on him. Now, she had a huge bag, satchel full of it, shaking it around. She was throwing water bottles in it. You knew it was going to go off. Mm -hmm. Just knew it. And uh, Yeah. It took away from it. I think if she'd been a bit more careful about it, being a bit more precise, okay, I'm playing with dynamite here, I'll just put it down here and then I'll load up water into a different bag. And then as she picked up the bag, it gone off. That would have been a bit different. That would have been a bit more of a surprise, but it was almost the comedic effects that she was putting the water into there and shoving it in there as if, no, it's not going to blow her up. It, I, it just drew me out there a little bit. I hear you. I thinking about what Ben said, where you know the island was done with her and she was able to die, and and it drew the parallels to me of Michael's scene. I, I'm now fairly convinced that the Christian Shepherd apparition on the boat, and actually many of the uh, 
apparitions that, that we aren't really sure who they are. We thought they doesn't fit for it to be Man in Black. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. Michael saw Libby right in the hospital when he tried to hurt himself in the car accident. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So um, I'm thinking that is not Christian Shepherd as a very powerful being, but uh, a third party, like we said, and, and I'm sounding more and more like the island or uh, perhaps the island is this crazy mother. Yeah. We get the sense that uh, Jacob and Man in Black might be the same person or might be brothers. Um, this idea that there was a crazy mother who who did something to uh, the Man in Black. Uh, maybe it's a father. Maybe it's a father that was killed and now inhabits the islands. Is the spirit of the island. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, the mother's the one who, who punished them in that way. Mm. Yeah, there was... The boy appeared again. Um, it's the same actor, but it's uh, a slightly different appearance. He's got darker hair this time, yeah. looks a little bit older. Yeah, some people think he was. Some people think he was holding the stick or spear that uh, Locke was, was working on. But when you actually watch the scene, he's just holding a tree. Yeah, he's just holding the branch. There was a scene yeah. just before where... Um, Smokey's uh, taking all the bark off a tree. Now, I thought that as well. I thought that he was holding that, but then he just left it in the ground and walked away, and it just... None of the bark was gone, so I'm just assuming that was a tree in the ground. Yeah, well, he lets go of it, and it's it stays there, and it kind of pans away. Yeah. This I don't know if this is a spoiler. I, I'm going to say it's not, because it's from episode four. Um, but the casting sheet for... His first appearance in The Substitute describes what the the boy role was supposed to be. Okay. So if, if you don't want to hear it, just la 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 for the next 15 seconds. <laughs> but it's, it's, and it doesn't say a name or anything, so don't worry. But it describes him as a teenage boy, Caucasian, 12 to 14 years old, dirty blonde hair, wise beyond his years. He's got intense, searching eyes. He's dealt with a horrible family accident, even at a young age. He's been put in charge of something very important, and it weighs heavily on his shoulders. So that says to me that that initial appearance was uh, possibly Jacob. Young Jacob. Yes. Now we've seen three three manifestations of this boy. We saw with the blood all over his arms. Yep. We saw him being chased, still with blonde hair, and he tells Locke, you can't kill him. Yeah. And then we saw this other version, which just kind of seems to be watching. Doesn't really say anything. Now, just thinking about that, we we did touch on this when it first appeared. And I think we turned around and said it was Jacob and possibly something had gone on that Smokey hadn't liked. Now, could this be... To me, when we first saw him, we, we saw him... With Richard, didn't we? Richard didn't see him, though. Then right. Sawyer saw him. It seemed as if he'd aged in between that. Is it possible that this manifestation is Jacob, and he's slowly growing up, and Smokey has to get off the island before he grows up? Oh, it's like a... It's time. It's like a, a ticking... It, yeah, it's a ticking clock, and once he appears as Jacob again, now ah, you've, you've lost your chance to get off the island. Well, that could be. Although he just doesn't have this sense of urgency. Who, uh, Smokey? Yeah, he's kind of willing to wait. There's no rush. 
Yeah, there's a lot of sitting around, isn't there? Whittling. Yeah. You know, there was another, well, we're talking about Smokey's demeanor. There was another flurry of, of Twitter activity after the episode aired in the U.S. And people were saying, well, you know, anyone who says Man in Black is is possibly the good guy, that's all put to bed. I, I don't agree. It's not that I want him to be the good guy. I just don't think good and evil are as absolute as people think. No, I don't um, think it is black and white. I think the fact Desmond got pushed in the well, he doesn't want to die. But at the same time, he's letting Cindy and the kids, and he's got this whole colony of people that he's allowing to camp out with him and live with him. And, you know, he's, uh, I, I, I think he felt threatened by Desmond in a way. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's got those, those smirky kind of looks and stuff to him, but. So, well, what would be his motive? motivation for actually throwing Desmond down the hole. Why would he do that? Because they found this well. It's. I think he said that there's many different wells on the island anyway, which I sort of assumed. I don't know why. I just did. I think it's just a matter of he didn't know... He didn't know what... why Desmond was brought back. You know, all he knew was Widmore brought him for a reason. And the fact that uh, he felt like if I put him here, he can't hurt me. So. Has he has he put him down the well, or is Desmond dead, or will we see him later on? I, yeah, I've seen the episode twice now, and it's deep, but you definitely hear a bottom when he drops the uh, the torch. Yeah. So I I suspect, I mean he may be hurt, but I suspect he'll be alive. Right. That's I've, Desmond. I've got a theory on this. When Widmore put him into the the casing, and blew him with electromagnetic whatever it was. mm Hmm. He um he basically turned Desmond into a big magnet, and now Locke has thrown him into a, a well with a huge mag- magnetic field or magnetic. So he'll levitate up. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be <laughs> repelled. Or like Spider Man. He'll be repelled around about four inches away from the bottom. And he'll just go, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just sitting there floating around. <laughs> That'd be a bit corny for me. I don't know if I'd like that. Although it would finally be using some science. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to live. I just, um, I don't know. He he didn't seem concerned about John Locke. Do you think he knew John Locke wasn't John Locke? He did turn around and say, do you know who I am? And he went, you're John Locke. But it was almost a cocky, well, I'm going to say who you appear to me as, but I don't know. I, hmm. well, I'm not sure on that one. We think he's aware... On island, we think he's aware of this other world, right? Yes. That's why he's willing to do... He never was asked to do anything by Widmore, so I suspect he's got his own plan. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I can't figure out... He didn't... He doesn't challenge anybody or anything. It's almost like he just has the sense it doesn't really matter. It's just all going to work out. He's very much going with the flow at the moment, isn't he? He he seems very blasé about everything. Yeah, you, you got me tied up against a tree. And he, he's not really bothered about it, so... Yeah. He's just going along with things and seeing how... What can happen, really. Yeah, he seems to to have gained a lot more knowledge than everyone else has who's kind of remembered the island. Yeah, as if he doesn't really mind... 
making the sacrifice on the island because he still knows that he can make it to the other side into the LAX time where Penny is he's already met Penny there so he's quite happy with that I don't yeah. know I, I, I don't know the motivation for putting him down the well I think it was just like out of sight out of mind it's just I don't think Locke knows why he's special mm. and he just feels like that's a safe safe place there and I mean if if uh, he's aware of what the consequences of leaving the island will be he might not care you know, he Locke said they were able to get to the island because those people were on the plane. You know that they they recreated the the A15 flight in a sense. Yeah. And so that's how they did it. So, and he implied he's going to be looking to recreate it again. And that would make sense to me again that that if he leaves, that will turn into the landing we saw in LAX. What? If, if they take off from the island, then that could be what actually landed in LAX. Oh, what about that? If Jack and everyone on the island now take off from the island, they are the people that actually land in LAX. Right, but without the memories of... No, they've got all the memories and they've got all the physical scars as well, haven't they? Yeah, what, what do you think? There's they're repressed memories. Like I, I picture them taking off, white flash, and all of a sudden they're on the airplane and they they're not aware until they have these experiences yeah. that that tr- bring bring the things back out. Yeah, they they're going through the experiences now to actually realize where they they've just been. Yeah, I mean I. And and again, I I don't think that makes him the bad guy. I just he he has awful methods at times. Mm. But Jacob, you could easily have Jacob doing everything he does and say he's the bad guy, and have um, Desmond be the good guy, <laughs> mm. and not have Man in Black in there at all. You know, it's, it's Jacob is bad enough in his own way. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to one thing I want to touch on. Um, we saw Michael on the island uh, mm-hmm. this week. He was speaking to Hurley at Libby's grave, and he was trying to uh, get Hurley to blow up the plane or to stop no to stop them from blowing up the plane. Now, one thing I didn't like we had the the answer of the whispers. I like the answer of the whispers and what they are. I don't like the way that they went about it. Well, what happened, Hurley turned around and went, he heard whispers around him when he was with Jack, I think it was. And he went, oh, wait a minute, I think I know what these are. That just, mm-hmm. that was corny. Yeah, yeah, and and it hasn't been depicted over and over in a way that um, you would say every time someone appeared to him, you heard whispers, it's... So yeah, I agree. But the the explanation, I think it's all right. I went and I reread some of the transcripts of the whispers, and they could very easily be dead people. Yeah. I mean the things they're saying and all, and but that that fits. Yeah. So that, I'm okay with that. I'm a big fan of the whispers. I love them. I, they always send me a, a creep. Well, <laughs> always send a creep up my spine and give me chills. But I think it would have been better if the whispers had come around. And then Hurley had walked off, found Michael, and gone, 
if he turned around and said, are you the whispers? It, Michael could have then explained it, yeah, it's trapped souls, trapped people on this island that have done yeah. wrong. Now, that could offer an explanation of why we saw uh, Charlie in Santa Rosa with Hurley, because he killed Ethan Rom, didn't he? So he his soul would still be trapped on the island, which is fair enough. Also explains why he didn't, he couldn't speak to Libby because her soul was not trapped on the island. It was set free as if um, because she didn't kill anyone. She wasn't a bad person on the island. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. That he's only seeing people that that might be trapped. That's why he can't see everyone. Wait, who's he seen? He's seen Echo, who killed people on the island. Mm-hmm. He's seen Michael, who killed people on the island. Or Charlie, who kills Ethan Rom. Who else? I can't remember who else he's seen. Mm, Jacob. Mm, yeah. Isn't he just appearing to him, though? You don't hear whispers around him, do you? Well, we don't always hear whispers when he he sees no. people. But I, 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 I like the actual explanation of it. I just don't like the execution of the explanation. Yeah. Well, who do you think... Well, he saw Anna Lucia. He saw Anna Lucia off-island. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that could be. So, who else do you think would be trapped? I I would think Ben is destined to be trapped there. Oh, he, he killed hundreds of people, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He killed the Dharma Initiative, so he'd definitely be trapped. Jack hasn't killed anyone selfishly, has he? He's has he killed others before? He's shot others before, hasn't he? Yeah. But it was only in self. Defense. In reviewing the the transcripts of the whispers, and I know it goes way back, and it may have been something that um, that's changed. But if you look at the whisper transcripts from when we first hear them, when the smoke monster comes, and then again when it attacks the pilot, yeah, you can hear. It's like a conversation, like, oh, look what you did. You left him there to get eaten by the vultures, and are you happy with yourself if you did that? And all these little things. Oh. So I'm thinking that that may have been one of the original ideas of what the monster was, or he may control them within him. If that's kind of how he draws the power sometimes, that he, or what gives him the, the size, or if that's part of being trapped as you're, you're part of the smoke monster. It it makes it seem like then you shouldn't trust Michael. Mm-hmm. Which what did Michael end up doing? He ended up leading <laughs> uh, all the castaways to the Man in Black. But the Man in Black seems surprised. Yeah, it's probably just something that um, I, not, I don't know if I'd call it a, a non continuity like continuity error, but. It would fit nicely if that ended up being something. It would be nice to be able to go, oh, look at that. All the way back to season one, you listen to the whispers, and it's it's a bunch of ghosts arguing with each other about you didn't have to kill the pilot like that, and, you know, nice job leaving him out there to die. Are you proud of yourself? Yeah, I am. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's what the whispers are doing, going back and forth. So it makes you think that, makes you think that they are the monster. Because it's not even like they're talking to the monster. Yeah. It's, it's answering. And what did you think about Hurley faking with uh, Richard that he was talking to Jacob? 
I think that's Hurley getting a bit above his station there. Yeah. And trying to call people out and almost getting a bit too cocky with the power that he's got. He's he's got um Jack Jack's got his back. Jack's taken more of a, a step back now. He's quite happy to be led and you know, chill out a little bit and Hugo's okay, fine, fair enough. Jack's following me. Wicked and he's you know, his head's swelling up a little bit because of it. And I think that was shown when they walked up to uh, Smokey and it was uh, Hugo that came round the corner and he he almost bowled into their camp with his torture mm-hmm. light. And then he stood there and went, um, hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a brilliant scene, but... Well, he, he seemed to be looking for uh, direction and he's just not getting it. I mean, he... Remember Jacob said some people you can tell to go do something and they do it without questioning. Other people have to find it for himself. And yeah. He really kind of painted Hurley as kind of a follower. I think I remember saying in, in our podcast about the lighthouse that it, it made me think at the time, like, Hurley stood no chance of being the replacement because Jacob put more stock in Jack as a leader and an individual. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But here we were seeing... A different side of him. I also was reminded of, of how I thought Hurley might have faked the Isabella part. That that final little line about you have to go and stop the man in black. Oh, okay. That remember I said I thought it might have been J- Jacob or someone else having tell, told Richard that, not yeah. Isabella, just because he looked uncomfortable the way he was saying it and kind of stuck it in. Um. So it it added a little bit of credence to me that maybe he fakes it sometimes, but. I don't know if I, if I was Jack and Son and all of them, I'd be like Hurley. You're saying do this, then you're saying don't, then you're saying do it, then you're saying don't. What, like what is it? Make up your mind here. You're, why should yeah. we follow you? You can't stick to a plan. This island is going to look a mess when they all get off of it, though, isn't it? I know it's going to be underwater. <laughs> well, yeah. Apart from that, you you got a broken sub that's blown up. You got lots of hatches that are blown up. You now got the black rock that's exploded. It looks a totally different place now to when they first crashed on the island you know we haven't seen uh, thinking back of things we've talked about before we haven't had any rain lately no Jacob as the rain and and elemental although I got a tweet from uh, Ross from Creeping with Armstrong saying that there was rain during sundown I can't remember when it was though it's in the temple or no I don't know I really don't know. I think we did turn around and say um, it was spitting very lightly. Yeah, it was raining lightly there. That was... Was that sundown? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. So, ah, so as the little boy grows up, he regains his powers. Could be. I think that little bit of rain could have even been the last vestiges of Jacob's power... Because, again, the temple was a safe place. There was a little bit of rain until... Um, and the man in black couldn't go in. Yeah. But then once... Once the uh, temple master was killed... It was done. It was the last last of the uh, protective rain and the last of the safety at the temple. Yeah, could be. 
I don't know. So is there is there anything else about this episode that we're we're missing so far? Da, 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 da. Oh, um, yeah, we've had another little group split up. We've got Miles, Richard, and Ben going off to off to Hydra Island. Who out of them three is going to die first? Sadly, I think it's going to be Miles. I think Miles is going to bite the bullet very soon. I don't know what's what the next next episode is, but I'm I'm right. I'm gonna lay it down. Miles dies next episode. <laughs> well, we haven't really had a main character die, really at all, have we? They've all been been secondary characters. Yeah, Alana, but I, I wouldn't call her as a, a main character. And she couldn't hold a gun. I didn't think that she ever held a gun. That it looked really good. <laughs> it's almost like a a woman guitarist. It just looks a little bit wrong. <laughs> I I don't think Richard will die. Well, maybe Richard will die. I mean, he's been granted this this wish by Jacob, but Jacob's gone. Does the power still hold? Well, he he was last seen uh, shouting out. Does the um, offer still stand? Well, out of those three, I, I don't know. I mean, Ben, unless Ben's going to be some super martyr, there's not really a, a purpose to him. The island can be done with him. Although, if if the island wants the Man in Black to stay, those three can't afford to be killed. They have to be protected because they are the only ones still trying to stop him. Yeah. I hope Ben doesn't die just yet. Because... I I personally think that Ben has been very weak this season. I think he's had very few lines in the, his episode. Yeah, it was good off-island-ish. It was alright. It wasn't the great Ben episodes that we've had, but you know, I, it's just been very weak from, me, from his point of view. They're going to go to the Hydra Island, because that's where Ben thinks Smokey is. And that's even that's where they know the airplane is. They're gonna go try to blow up the airplane, and they think Smokey's there anyway. So you'll get Richard, Miles, and Ben going and running into Widmore. Yeah. And with a common plan, we think. And then the only way I could see this turning, where they're all on board with getting on board the plane, is if. They get to Widmore, and Widmore stupidly shows his true colors. Either like his his hostility toward uh, Ben shows in some way, yeah. Or he reveals that it's his, it's my island. I want it. This power you never understood, and and they turn around and they go, "That's it. That's what you're here for." Yeah. And they end up using what they have to stop <laughs> Widmore. They take out the fence, and they work together, and and it gets back to where we were saying. You know, someone takes Jacob's place, someone takes Smokey's place. That's the white and black stone, that's the Adam and Eve, and they leave. Okay. That fits the four episodes left thing to me. Now, with Miles going over to the Hydra Island, we're going to find out who killed all them people that survived the Ajira crash. Mm-hmm. Who do you think killed all them people? Because Miles would definitely stand over at least one of them and go, it was him or it was this. 
you know, I I had thought it was really Widmore, but I think it's probably going to turn out to be the Man in Black. No, no. Because he can't get there. He can only go over on the canoe. Yeah, he's only been there once and he didn't get anywhere near them, did he? Yeah, if if we thought if we knew he could smoke over and do it, that'd be one thing, but I'm inclined to think it's it's Widmore. Who again, good guy, bad guy, doesn't matter. Lives are just expendable on the island. The yeah. collateral damage is completely accepted in the lost world. Are we ever gonna see the other scene of the the canoes shot at um Sawyer and Juliet in the canoes in season five? No, I don't think so. I, I think that's a missed opportunity, too, because we've definitely had chances. Oh, uh, one thing I did catch on Twitter, though. Uh, lots of people were talking about uh, Marvin Candle mm-hmm. or Peter Chang, not aging. Mm-hmm. Does this bother you? No, I think he ages. Yeah, I think he's quite a good-looking chap for his age. I think he carries it well. Let's put it yeah. like that. That's what I'm putting it down to anyway. Yeah, I think he ages. I mean, really, when have we... We've only seen him in the 80s in this alternate timeline. Um, we've only, I mean, uh, not in the 80s, in the 2000s. We've only seen him in present day in the alternate timeline. Yeah. Everything else was in the 70s and, and before. And, and he looked gray to me. You know, he had looked older. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Cool. <laughs> Anything else that we've missed out from this episode that we've learned, or I think we've no, learned all the bases, I think, haven't we? I think we're good. I'll give you one theory, one old theory. You know, maybe we can kind of do this as we get to the end. We can v- revisit old theories and and shoot them down one an episode, or or latch back onto them. Go on then. This boy. One of the theories when we first saw him was that it might be Aaron. Or that Jacob might be Aaron. That might be time traveling Aaron. Yeah kind of like crazy mom is Claire you know we've had some signs that that might be the case uh do you feel more likely or less likely that might be true uh I don't think Aaron's gonna pop up now I think it's far too less time to actually work it in now that would be that would be one of the one of the black marks to me if it goes to the end of the season end of the show and Aaron and the whole Richard Malkin thing turns out to be just a dead path. Something that they brought up at multiple points. This this idea that he was important, he was special, don't bring him to the island, and mm. raised by another, all that stuff. If it doesn't come into play, I'll be disappointed. And I think they could use it. That could, if if it turns out not to be Sun and Jin who were in the cave, they could go Kate and someone else sacrifice themselves to enable this other timeline to come into play, so that uh, Claire doesn't become what she became. Right. Okay. And and Aaron doesn't have to come and do all this. Um, that said, I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I kind of like the other proposed endings we've had, mm-hmm. but. I mean, that Aaron is one of those things, like, in the back of your head that... That's one of those answers I expected to to come out. What was so special about Aaron? Yeah, it it seems, along the lines of the Walt thing, a lot of potential there that they just didn't use. Well, and they could have they done lots of different things 
if we had gone off island and we had seen Claire go to the house and it turned out to be uh, Eloise Hawking or Ben or Richard Alpert or, you know, if it was some strong other figure who was looking to adopt Aaron, even if that didn't end up happening, but we found out that, that that was where they were destined to go. And that's why Richard Malkin said, don't let that happen. They're bad people kind of thing. So it was originally manipulated, but then he warned her not to do it. That would have worked for me. Yeah. But they've had all these chances to kind of give it even a lame justification or excuse, and they haven't. So that's that's this other thing, because somehow they have to make you understand the origins of Jacob and Man in Black. We've heard she's a crazy... She's crazy. Man in Black had a crazy mother. He's special. That's one of the only paths left to me of how they might be able to to wrap that up. Yeah. But I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, just one final point on this little mysterious boy that's roaming around in the woods with no parents. I think it would have been creepier throughout all of the seasons if you'd seen this little boy either once or twice per season just pop up every now and again you see him walk behind a bush very creepily or in in the corner in the corner of the screen you don't actually focus in on it but you see the little boy walking across a bit like the um oh the ghost in uh three men and the baby even though it isn't the ghost in three men and the baby but just something in the background and that would have creeped me out but if now it could also, if if it's not going to turn out to be Jacob, which I, I hope it does, and I hope it is him regaining his strength, but could it also be, do you remember when, um, I think, oh, what's it, it was Jin and someone else saw little, the others walking through the, the forest and they had no footsteps and there was that little teddy bear mm -hmm. that was dragged behind? Wouldn't yeah. it be cool if this turns out to be one of the kids? I know we saw the the teddy bear again with Jack, yeah. didn't we? We saw the kids, yeah. That wouldn't be as strong uh, an explanation as some of the things could be, because then it becomes someone special, and why haven't we ever heard of him before? And Yeah. Which is why it would have been good for them to put it into season one. Off, not in the center of the shot, just off to the side, you see someone move, and there'll be lots of freeze framing, there'll be lots of trying to pick out who it is, why is there, why is this kid turning up all the time? And then all yeah. of a sudden, it's in your face. And I think that would have been a lot better. Let me ask you this, could it be Faraday? What, the little boy? Yeah. Oh, no. Because some people thought Jacob and Man in Black were Faraday. Kind of the result of the experiments. Really? I've heard that theory bantered Ooh. about a bit. I don't know from whom to give credit because I kind of scoffed at it, but well, I'm gonna scoff at it some more. No, not a chance. All right. Well, then that's that can be the end of that then. As we wrap wrap up here, there were uh, two things we wanted to mention. Um, you had mentioned that loss is going on hiatus, which I didn't realize. But we have uh, one more episode coming up, and then they're gonna reshow uh, by Terno. Yes. Mm. Uh, again, for some reason. And then go on with the remainder of the season. Um, what could be so important in the episode that they re-show it again? 
or is it just because everyone thinks it's such a great episode? I can't think of what it might be. I mean, here in the U.S., they have uh, American Idol does a special thing like Idol Gives Back. I don't think that's the same weekend, but that's usually like a big, big ratings boost for them and their head-to-head. I can't think it's something as simple as that, but I'm not even sure it's the same week. Mm. But apparently, that it's just uh, going on a one-week hiatus for whatever reason. Maybe it's because they want to end on a certain date that they wanted to end on, but. Yeah, it could be that. Or it could be that they've run into difficulties. They've got to do a couple of more reshoots, maybe a bit more uh, post-production. Maybe they've got like a an extra 20 million in the bank and they can actually afford to buy a real submarine instead of using a CGI one. I, <laughs> I'm just going to hope it's because the end of the next episode has some great ending and they want us to be drooling on it. I hope it's a well-placed break. Because it is going to break some of the momentum that's been going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope they end on a cliffhanger next week. Well, and the other thing we wanted to talk about was our contest. Which, uh, right now, Eric Edens is still our our lone entrant. <laughs> By the time you listen to this show, you'll have probably, depending on how quickly Elton edits it, you might have 48 hours if he hustles for you, which I don't know. But uh, the deadline is April 20th for our submit a promo contest. And basically all we're looking for is for you to make a 30 second or less audio commercial of Rethinking Lost that we can put on our other podcast and pass along. And we're giving away a free Lost t-shirt from the ABC store. They have some Mr. Cluck shirts and things like that I saw. It's a one-horse race at the moment. It is. And I'll tell you, Eric, you're getting tons of brownie points. So. Oh, yes. You're, you'll be tough to beat. But that's not to say that we won't give out more than one prize. <laughs> <laughs> we might we may not be giving out any prize. We're lucky to be giving any prizes out, so that's just, good. Just keep digging that hole, and you may find Desmond down there floating right. four inches from a mag- magnet. But I will say, again, uh, how much we appreciate the entry we did get and that we invite you all to try to hustle and get something together if you want. Yeah. Well, thank you for all the potential people entering anyway. Uh, if you have Those any... of you who thought about it. <laughs> yeah. If you have any theories or uh, any ideas about Lost or what's going on or what you'd like to hear in future episodes, then send it to rethinkinglost at gmail.com. You can follow me at, on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash ultimatemanus or scott at shc1970. Uh, visit the site, which is rethinkinglost.podbean.com, and you can leave comments there as well. Yep. And we like uh, the whole premise of our show, this rethinking, to apply to everything. So if there's something we said in the past, we try to be aware of, of theories we had and things we threw out there we brainstorm a lot so there may have been something that we were right on but we dismissed <laughs> oh yeah. they would never do that and they end up doing it you know feel free to call us out on it and say like hey guys you you said in you know a month ago that you didn't think that was how it was going to be and here it is yeah you know because that's that's what the whole premise of our podcast was to do exactly that look back at what people used to think and see as we get more information what was right what was wrong 
And uh, sometimes it's hard to self-edit. If you guys can remember bits from the past or you want to give credit to other people you heard who, oh, back in June, Donald said this and Anna said that and you know Cliff and Stephanie said this other thing that's great, you know, bring it to our attention and uh, that's we'll be happy to, to focus in on it. Yeah, and it's a good opportunity to say I don't think that... Um the smoke monster will actually turn out to be Anthony Cooper pushing Locke out the window, which is a bit of a shame, but because he can't travel over water. You never know. You would have never thought Desmond would be hitting him with a car. No, I suppose not. It, it might still happen. It might. He might be off-island in the LAX world. We don't know. I've still got my fingers crossed for it, to be honest, but <laughs> never mind. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave you now, guys. Uh, All right. Get in, get in touch with us, and we'll see you next week. Yep, thanks a lot, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Starbase 66, the international Star Trek and science fiction podcast. Join our collective at www.simplysyndicated.com or via iTunes, keyword Starbase 66. From this time forward, you will listen to us. This podcast is a proud member of the Lost Podcasting Network. Get all your favorite Lost podcasts in one feed at lostcasts.blogspot.com.